You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Just tell me, bye What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hit the Books, the only realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe. I am Ryan Nineteen. With me, as always, is All Elite Wrestling Zone, Mikey Manfredi. Mikey, how are you doing, my bud? I'm doing great. Uh, it has been quite, quite the couple of days, and I'm very excited uh about wrestling right now a nice little trip a nice little trip to a local promotion didn't you yeah you know a little local promotion um i think it was uh let me see if i can remember this correctly aew it sounds right it sounds like a big thing uh you attended their philadelphia pennsylvania show last wednesday yes and what and everyone's wondering uh we're not gonna go like we're not giving like a match by match review mikey but uh would you just give me some of your broad strokes, your pros and cons, your broad strokes. If you were a painter, if you were Michelangelo the turtle and how you were painting your opinion, let, let's see it. Broad strokes. Mikey Manfredi. Hi, what kind of broad strokes <laughs> of Mikey Manfredi? Hold so, on. I got five more intros for this second. <laughs> so. <laughs> Go ahead, Mikey. Uh, the pros were that the seat was $20. Yeah, uh, you had great seats. The seats were also directly next to the stage and almost on the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, it was really dope. Uh, I got, to, I got to see people running from the, like the gorilla position and like the back. I got to see people walk out. We got to like high five some wrestlers, uh, before the, before anything even started, I met Sammy Guevara. <laughs> and I, and nice. Uh, the con, I got a photo. Yeah. And I got a picture. Uh, the cons were the pyro blew my ears out. <laughs> You were right next to it, right? Yeah, dude. That was rough. Not going to lie. <laughs> I guess that's fair. Um, it, it, it was a great show. I, I'm honestly fairly jealous. I was thinking about it when I was watching it, the show live. Um, that of the three shows that AEW has put on on TNT, I, this one sort of felt like the top-down best quality show. Yeah, just like... The card was nuts also. The card was nuts. Every match was pretty good. Even the dark matches were good this time around. Um, yeah. By now, everyone has seen them. So it was Joey Janela, Brandon Cutler. Oh, well, no. Hold on. No, 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 no. Spoilers. No one has seen them. Well. This episode comes out tomorrow. The dark matches. Oh, right. The dark yeah, yeah. YouTube show won't come out till Tuesday. So spoilers. Right, right. This comes out tomorrow. Um. Yeah, spoilers for AEW Dark coming up. So if you don't want to get that spoiled, I guess mute it for mute me for a little bit. Yeah, you know that. Skip, you know skip that, ahead. Uh, mute, skip ahead. Mute specifically, Mikey. Skip ahead like thirty seconds. Um, you know how Apple Podcasts have that new feature where you can mute individual hosts. <laughs> skip skip ahead thirty seconds. 
Um, we just upload our individual wave files to Apple, and then we got we had Joey Janela versus Brandon Cutler. We had Nyla Rose versus Leva Bate, and we had the Young Bucks, Cody and Dustin versus uh. The Strong Hearts, which was T-Hawk and Shima, and uh, Private Party. I'm very much excited to see those matches. They were very did, good. Uh, did, was there any exclusive bits of information that you can give on our show, Mikey, about you know things that maybe happened that you saw live that didn't happen on TV? Um, Scorpio's guy did a split to pick up his shoe after the crowd chanted at him to pick up his shoe. That was kind of funny. Which you can see Mikey on TV during on TV during that shot. If, yes. if you're watching, if you were watching TNT on Wednesday, or if you want to go back and watch and see Mikey, uh, you could see his his I guess his full figure and far away view when on that moment when Sky was doing the splits to pick up a shoe. I didn't realize he was picking up a shoe, but. Uh, in that moment, you can see Mikey standing in the crowd cheering. Uh, he's in the orange ca- Cassidy cosplay. Uh, he is the only one person of, not one wearing of, a black T-shirt. One of three, apparently. Apparently, apparently, you weren't you weren't Clementine Cassidy, Tangerine Cassidy. Um, uh, you were uh, the meatball, meatball, meatball so, Cassidy. Another thing that happened that I'm not sure if we're gonna see or not um, was that Tangerine Cassidy pinned Cody Rhodes. Oh yes, a- after the show, after the whole show, MJ MJF yelled at him. <laughs> MJF was like, "You little brat, don't you dare!" <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It was a great moment. Um, and one more funny moment was that after that happened, uh, when Cody was asking for a ref, the crowd was chanting Aubrey, Aubrey, because everybody wanted Aubrey Edwards to come mm-hmm. out, but then Aubrey Edwards didn't come out. I think it was Rick Knox. Rick Knox came out. Yeah. Um, he came out, and then after he got pinned, Aubrey came out, and then Cody said, everybody boo Aubrey because she didn't come out, and then everyone booed Aubrey, and then Aubrey did the suck it thing for the crowd. <laughs> oh my god, it's so great. <laughs> god. It, it, he was, like, doing, like, his thank yous. He was like, thank you, Philly crowd. Everybody boo Aubrey because she didn't come out while she was on stage. Oh my god. <laughs> it, I, it, I'm getting the real atmosphere that, like, AEW live shows just feel like a party to a certain extent. If that may, like, it, like the atmosphere, the sound, like everyone cheering, the crowd being pumped as always, and it's just like, dude, the crowd was on mm-hmm. fire last night. We were it just, it like, just the feels crowd was like nuts it just feels like night. a party. It was I, great. I just love the atmosphere. That it was created. such a good crowd. It's almost as if you wanted to like you know take that environment and like steal it um and bring it with you to like the next show that you go to yeah it's like it's like you want to you want to you want to carry all that energy it would be just like like, so much good energy to be like a metaphor it's like so much like going to like wrestling is a grocery store and you want to go in and steal something and without stealing is your energy for the next show mikey do you get what i'm saying do you want to talk about that story yeah I get it. No? Oh, we're going to tease the audience of a story. Um, Damn. No. Of a story. <laughs> okay. Well, Mikey won't. I know the story. Mikey of a story? Divulge Wait, secrets, hold on. I don't, not, I don't know what you're we'll talking dive, about. We, if you see Mikey or I in person, ask that question. 
Oh, wait, now you're going to divulge the story? Hold oh, on, hold I got on, it, hold I on. We're it, a dead it, stop okay. here. We're going to do a dead stop. I know what you're talking. I know it. It that, took it me, it took me a second. Fair. You went to bed like I was, two I didn't morning. know it. Listen, listen, I'm very tired. And it took me a little while to process what no, you were We're going to do the dead stop before you and get to the story. Because we're going to so, tease the audience. The story Ryan like, was talking about that I didn't get until just now. You is, said you knew what I was talking about but didn't want to say it. So you just lied to me. But now I know the story that you want me to tell. God, Mikey. Mikey, I did Mikey, lie to you because I, didn't, I, I, I actually you know didn't know what you were story. talking about. But now I remember. No, the bit is all of the station. <laughs> just tell your goddamn story. <laughs> So the story is, I, I, I work at a grocery store. They don't sponsor the show, um, so we're not going to say their name. I work at a, gro- yeah, I work a, at a grocery, grocery store, store in central New Jersey where Joey Janela, where, where Joey Janela happens to be from. Uh, and apparently, on a day I wasn't there, one of my managers caught Joey Janela trying to steal food from the grocery <laughs> store with his friends. And I, for one, probably would have let him get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, "Damn, you're Joey Janela. Just take it." I'll just, <laughs> I just don't give me a photo, and then I'll <laughs> call it a, call it a would, day. Yeah, like like yo, let's yo, give me a pic real quick, and then it's all. I don't care. That that'll be your payment. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Do you know what he stole? I don't. You didn't. Tell, my manager didn't didn't divulge the information of what did, what he was. Did taking. your manager catch him stealing, or just like see him she stealing caught, and didn't she stop him? him. She caught him trying to put uh, stuff from the shelves into his fanny pack that he wears <laughs> around his like his shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, and she stopped him. <laughs> so that's wild. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's the my that's the most Joey Janela story. Yeah, right. Going to a grocery store, stealing candy bars, probably. I was and putting it into a. I couldn't pack. deny. I couldn't be like, "Are you sure it was Joey Janela?" Because like that's one of the most Joey Janela things I've ever heard. So I was like, "Yeah, it probably definitely was." <laughs> mm-hmm. That's like so there good. was no room for argument. It was just like, yeah. I love like, like stories. Like I love like wrestling stories sometimes, and it's a lot, of, especially stories. Obviously, like, like only you know that story, probably. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Like. Like there's like it's only, wild. Well now like now all of our listeners know the, all the all our listeners know the story now and you. Yes, that Joey Janela tried to steal from a grocery store in New Jersey. Yeah, but failed to. But failed to because my manager stopped him, and I wasn't there that night, and I'm very upset about it. Well, uh, uh, let's not steal any more of the listeners' time and get on with the show. But up, but but up, but but. Uh, so first off, Mikey, of course, with WWE trying to do more of a sports presentation, um, and them basically not really kind of understanding exactly what that means, doing more uh, of a sports presentation and realizing that WWE is not really set up for that. They're going to do a sports presentation, which is arguably just like they're doing like the shell of what sports teams do, like drafts or like trades. Um, so Mikey, since, uh, they did a trade in real life, uh, I pitched this to you. We will do the same. We're going to do a trade, a draft, a roster trade. Okay. Additionally, I added trading into the randomizer, uh, just in case we want to ruin our lives further. Hooray. So I have it set up. So basically 
how this will work is we'll, we'll sh- we have our list of superstars. Raw will take one person slash a tag team, you know, whatever, uh, to Raw with them. Okay. Uh, so let's say Raw wants to take the OC, right? Raw wants to take the OC back. How dare they? So then we must, just like we did with our draft, must take an equal level person from Raw or two lower level people. Okay. So, for instance, if Raw wants to take the OC, we could swap them and trade them for Undisputed Era. Or they can take OC and we could take the Ascension and the Colognes. Gotcha. I think I get the gist of it. Okay. So, with that being explained, I'll hit this randomizer and let's see who Raw is going to take off our hands. The trade. The trade is happening. I'm terrified. Legitimately terrified. This is almost like an injury, but like worse because we never have them again. <laughs> we don't have them for months. To be fair, injuries aren't that great either. And, yeah, I guess that's fair. I mean, we lose someone for goddamn months. And I guess it's very similar in that sense. We could get all these people back on the next shakeup, which maybe they'll do in April again. Maybe, uh, maybe they'll do it at some point. Maybe. Just getting higher maybe. and higher pitch. So, okay. Answer has been revealed. Okay. And I, I'm, I, I think I'm okay with it, honestly. Okay. Raw wants the Usos. Okay. I'm not entirely happy about it, but, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. So okay. Raw take Raw wants the Usos, Mikey. So that means we can either trade the Usos for Undisputed Era, AOP, or Hawkins and Ryder, or two tag teams in the minor feuds section of the draft, which I can read those tag teams at all if you would like me to. Um, I don't think we're going there, so I don't think it really matters. That's fair. Who who do you do you have someone in mind? I mean, Undisputed Era sounds juicy. <laughs> I don't know if I like you saying that. <laughs> they they, they sound like, like a saying... they sound like a juicy pickup. They sound like some juicy boys. <laughs> they're, see, they're a, that, that's a group of people I want to stick my teeth into. You see, you my drift. I'm a vampire. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I like I like I'm a vampire like doing, and the undisputed era is full of blood boys. I like doing the show really early in the morning because I get because I get like loopy with my energy in the when I have like have to be like on and be bringing energy to the door at ten in the morning. It's mostly loopy energy, and and I love doing it because at a certain point Mikey just gets not like frustrated, not like angry, but just, just like, like over it. <laughs> Just like upset with me, just, <laughs> like he's like my dad, and he's disappointed. Man, so you say the undisputed era? Uh, uh, which I mean, is an obvious. I mean, I mean, they're, it's looking good. Uh, do you have any anybody else you would want? Would you rather Hawkins and Ryder? <laughs> I mean, not, I mean, not really. I, the problem with Undisputed Era, which is, I think, one of the things we had when it came to the OC versus Undisputed Era, is that, like, 
the OC and Undisputed Era seem similar to me. You're right. No, you're right. And that and that's why I'm like I I would love to have Undisputed Era, but Undisputed Era just feels similar to the OC and to an extent. I mean, the OC is almost like an adult version of Undisputed Era. Yeah, an adult version of Undisputed Era. Yeah, <laughs> Undisputed and, Era is like I want to be OC when I grow up. Exactly, and I, and I think that's the thing that like hurts my reasoning for getting Undisputed Era is that we have the OC already. Okay, and, I, and I, they're similar. All right, what were you thinking then? I don't know. Um, I don't want AOP. Because we, we just had them. We just had them. Hawkins and Ryder would definitely be different. However, we could take two tag teams, which could be... If we took two tag teams, my pick would probably be Ziggler and Rude. And... Gun to my head. Maybe the Colognes? Okay. Clones are interesting because we... Just to get some jobbers into the mix? (laughs) I guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? It's tough, right? Like, ah. Do do those picks or those ideas outweigh era for you? I just don't know if I want the colognes back because I... (laughs) Well, if you don't want the colognes, there's always the Ascension, there's always the Woken Warriors, and there's always Lucha House Party. I like Lucha House. Honestly, out of all of those people, I don't want Ascension back. I don't want Lucha, I don't want um, the colognes back. Woken Warriors, I kind of really don't care about right now. Um, I think Lucha House Party is my, my best pick out of all of those, if we're not going ERA. Uh, because I get why we're not going era, so I think if we're gonna take anybody, Lucha House Party. So you would say Ziggler and Rude and Lucha House Party? Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to think of like who would be the best usage. Do we have any idea? I'm trying to think of like who. Also, that's that's such a one sided trade for the Usos versus five people. Yeah, right. Thinking I... about it. I know we're playing Calvin Ball here, Mikey, but what are your thoughts about extending it to just maybe being like two, like minor feud? So like we can swap tag teams, or we can get two women or two men. Hmm. Like, but they can't be anyone in the title picture men event scene. That's interesting. What about that as an alternate? I know, I, I know, I'm changing up the rules here, but this is the show to a large extent is very much Calvin Ball. Yeah, but um, thoughts on that? It, it, so instead of like, because because I don't like the idea of like the Usos for five people. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. So I think it's either the Usos versus one Usos trade for one tag team, not like two tag teams, just one tag team, mm-hmm. or. Uh, Two women, or two men, or one woman, one man. Uh, you know, a trade. I think I'm cool with just a straight up trade between the Usos and Lucha House Party. Usos for Lucha House Party. I think I'm okay with that. The only other thing I would think of would be like 
taking like Brooke or Tamina back. Mm. I like maybe because storyline wise, it doesn't make sense to have Bianca Belair back as much as I would like that. Or Mikey, we could always take a women's tag team. That's true. We could, there's always the Genetic Goddesses, Country Club, or Fire and Desire. I like but fire. Gun- I mean, fire and desire is not bad. Yeah, that those would be my picks. So, gun to your head. I threw a bunch of situations at you. Gun to your head. Do you have anyone that's really sticking out to you? Uh, I think now I'm between. If we're if we're playing this Calvin ball, I think I'm between fire and desire and lucha house party now. For the usos. For the usos, yeah. Yeah. Um, how many women are on SmackDown? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine as the champion. Ten is Zelina Vega. Eleven Naomi. Twelve Ruby Riot. How many women are on Raw? We got Becky Lynch. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Oh, so it's the same. Okay, so it's the same number of people actually um we just have more injured people oh so if we get we'll have 14 women and the raw would have 10 women that's a lot of women that we're not going to be using i'm gonna go with lucha house party i think gun to my head looking at all the numbers and everything i think we're gonna take lucha house party hmm okay let's do it as much as much as i want fire and desire I'm looking at it like if we take Fire and Desire, we're going to have 14 women on a roster. And sure, you know, that's some more tag teams, so we can do some more tag team stuff. Uh, however, we'll have 14 women, and we barely use all of them already. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I personally have – I mean, it's lucky that we have – not lucky, but, like, there's – lucky we have two people injured, so, like, we have, like, less people that we can use more now. But, like, right now, I have no idea what to use of Nikki Cross. And now let's throw Sony Deville and Mandy Rose into the equation. Yeah. It's just going to be more women that I'm like, I don't know what to do because obviously there's not enough time in the world I can give to the women. (laughs) So, like, we can only really do, like, a title picture thing and, like, maybe a women's rivalry or maybe, like, a minor feud rivalry. It's not like I can do a bunch of things over here in the women's division side of things. At least when I haven't. I got no ideas. So, I think looking at it, I'm thinking Lucha House Party, Mikey. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Okay, Lucha House Party. Moving to SmackDown while Raw is getting the Usos. They're officially down since day one. Ish. Oh, oh fish. Oli. <laughs> Did you know Bobby Fish's real name is Robert Fish? Of course. I mean, what what do you what else would he be called? I don't know. We were looking. Robert, me, me and my friend were looking up the names of the of. We were like, we were like, I don't know why it just turned up. We were just end up looking up names of like the like wrestlers. Adam Cole's name is like Austin something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we were like, "What's Bobby Fish's real name? That can't be it, right?" And then it was just like Robert Fish, and we were like, "Oh, huh. <laughs> well then." <laughs> Guess his name actually is just Bobby Fish, huh? Well then, 
Okay, so we no longer have the Usos. We have Lucha House Party. Cool. That's I'm okay with that. Um, cool, cool, cool. Great. Okay. Um, let's get off the show, Mikey. Let's do a couple matches, and then we'll take a break, and then we'll do this. But in the meantime, let's get on the show, Mikey. Yeah, let's do it. All right. We got a show opener starting off. We got a contract signing with Owens and Kingston for the WWE Championship match at TLC. McIntyre interrupts saying that this match should not happen, should not be happening, simply because McIntyre is a rightful WWE champion and is a better man than these two combined. GM Page interrupts him saying that he thinks that if he thinks this way, then he should prove it. In the main event, it will be Drew McIntyre against Kevin Owens and Kobe Kingston in a handicap match. And if McIntyre wins, he is added into the WWE title match at TLC. That is a huge stipulation. Huge stip to start off SmackDown. Huge stip. Huge matchup in the main event. McIntyre versus Owens and Kingston. Oh, yeah. That, that, there's, there's some situations happening to be unfolded near our end of our show. Yes. I, I, I honestly, I, I got some pitches, but I don't really know. I have a solidified pick of who's going to win that match, Mikey. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a tough one for sure when we get there. But let's keep moving along in our show. Next up, number one contenders match for the women's championship, the SmackDown Live. Sorry, SmackDown Women's Championship. <laughs> we have Carmella taking on Natalia. Ooh. Of course. Uh, Shayna Baszler is on commentary during this matchup. Yep. Uh, but the winner that ends up winning this match, a little bit of a streak brewing, Carmella is back. She's back. She's in the title picture. She's back. She wants to be part of it all. Um, I like it. Blonde, uh, the, yeah. Um, Carmella wins it. I'm sure there's a little bit of a stare down of Shayna Baszler yeah. following said match. But officially what happens after the match is Natalia is doing her thing, I guess, of like being upset that she lost. And not lost out on her title match, like rematch for Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. Um, and while she's standing around or whatever, Sasha Banks from out of nowhere jumps off the barricade, hits Natalia with a meteora. Oh, by God. By God. Then pulls out a bunch of chairs off, well, not off, but under the ring, suplexes Natalia onto those chairs, and then you know, just starts gloating to the crowd. Dang. Sasha Banks. Vicious attack by Sasha. Two vicious attacks in a row for Sasha Banks. She is on a mean streak. Mm-hmm. But yes, officially for TLC will be Carmella versus Shayna Baszler for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Neat. All right. Next up, the pure comes to the ring to and say that Lorcan and Birch are nothing but a couple of idiots who lucked their way into a win last week. They want to prove that the pure is superior, and they challenge Lorcan and Birch to a six-man tag match. If Lorcan and Birch win, they can have their title shot at TLC. Birch and Lorcan accept the challenge and go on to find a partner for the match. Okay, who's, who's that mystery partner going to be? Ooh, I don't know. I guess we'll find out later in the night. Ooh, a little bit of tease. A little bit of tease to our audience, Mikey. Yes. A little tease boy. Mm. What's, what's wrong? <laughs> Let's just skip past the fact that you just said that. Anyway. Next Ryan, up, what do we, we got have next? A number, another number one contenders match, this time for the Women's Tag Team Championships. 
who will be facing the country club at TLC. Will it be the Iconics or will it be the Empresses of the Night? Ooh. Sort of a rematch from last week, but this time added stakes for the number one contendership. But the winners here, unlike last week, are the Iconics, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. But, however, Billy Kay wins by pinning Ember Moon while she is holding on to the ropes, while Billy Kay is holding on to the ropes. So in a cheaty fashion, Ooh, a little bit of the a Iconics che- get the victory. Cheatiness happening. Yeah, the Iconics turning, turning bad. They've tried being good, and that literally got them nowhere. <laughs> Not... Well, it did get them to the title, but then they lost it, like, immediately. Yikes. So, you know, maybe being good isn't what's great. So let's be bad. Yeah. We're going to start wearing leather jackets, all black, sunglasses at all times, and let's be bad. We're going to order fries instead of a salad. Let's be bad. You know what? I'm just gonna eat the I'm gonna eat the cupcake on the cake side first. Screw the frosting. Let's be bad. Let's be bad. <laughs> Mikey, do you have any more? Uh I don't No. No, not now. You know what? You know what, Mikey? You know what, Mikey? Let's just go to the post office and pre lick all the stamps. Let's be bad. So, like, they're not usable, really, kind of, but not really. Let's like be bad. You know what? Let's pour. Let's pour the milk before the cereal. Let's be bad. You know what would be worse, Mikey? Eating cereal without the milk. Correct. Let's be worse. Uh, and on that note, Mikey, let's have a big round bowl of cereal. Let's take a quick break. When we come back. Um, will be worse. As usual. Is that a bad teaser? <laughs> when we come back, this show's going to be significantly worse, so you should probably shut it off now. Stay tuned! We are back, Mikey. Let's blow up the moon. Uh, how about we shrink the moon tiny and we steal it? <laughs> That's worse. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plot. That's worse. That's the plot of Despicable Me. Let's shrink the moon. Let's be bad. Let's boys. be bad. <laughs> let's go to a grocery store let's and steal, steal candy. Let's That's be, a bad boy let's move. Be, let's be bad boys. Let, let's... I got I'm upset more. My, let's my, keep going. My, uh, I was unsuccessful in starting my chant of bad boy, and I'm oh, kind man. of sad about it. But he did say he started the Kenny Omega happy birthday chant. I did. I will. I'm going to take credit for that one. <laughs> did you start the John Moxley CZW chant? I did not. Oh, man. But I, I definitely saw a sign in the I, I went happy birthday. Then all of a sudden the whole crowd was doing it, and I was like, yes, yes, I nailed it. Yes. Oh my god. Fuck yeah! I love starting chants. It's so cool. <laughs> You're just uh, like, damn! I just got this whole arena of people to chant something. I just like being a part of chants. I'm too nervous to start a chant. <laughs> it's fun. I, but it, you, I, I, dude, I to start, start a chant, chants. you just you just yell something and hope it catches on. <laughs> 
That's fair. But I don't like yell chants. I'll just like yell like stupid, silly things, but not like in a chanty fashion. Just gotcha. be like, don't for- like, don't forget the shoe. I don't know. That's just, I'm just, that was bad. But let's be worse. Anyways, let's move on. Let's get out of this hellhole that we call comedy uh, and move on to the next segment, which is GM Page backstage announcing that with the draft coming to an end and TLC literally around the corner this Sunday, surprise, surprise, this Sunday is TLC, our pay-per-view special, slightly a surprise to us. We realized this was a go-home episode for TLC, but forgot that we have to do another episode this Sunday. Uh, it's tough to find GM page is saying it's tough to find an opponent for Andrade's intercontinental title because there are so many brand new faces. So GM page has decided that she is going to throw all those new faces, all those new brands and faces and crap into one match, a ladder match at TLC Mikey. We got a match at TLC for the intercontinental title. Who's in it? Besides Andrade. Everybody. Everybody. We're going to throw Kevin Owens in there. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking, like, the new guys. Like, I'm thinking maybe we get, like, Keith Lee. We get uh, Cedric Alexander. We get uh, Kira Tozawa. You know, just the new okay, guys. So I'm, I'm just going to write some names then, down here. But then we get some also established people, you know? Like, maybe a Cesaro. Maybe a, like, like a... Sammy Zayn or something like that, you know? Like, get the rookies in, get some established guys in, mm-hmm. get a nice mix of people in there. Mm-hmm. How many people do you want to be in this match? Six? Uh, uh, six sounds like a good number. We don't okay. want it to be eight. We don't want it to be, like, a, a butt-ton of people. You want to do six? Right. Uh, six sounds good. All right, so I'm writing we got... Down, I'm writing down some names. Andrade that... and five others. <laughs> I'm writing down some names that could be considerable mm-hmm. to be put into this match um that would be available um and then we can go through each one and maybe like you know a, write down like you know think of eliminate the people that were like eh, i don't know about that you know if that makes sense mm-hmm. um is that everyone Is that everyone? Did you just turn this into a Scott song? Is that everyone? That's the only Scott song I know from heart. Okay, so I wrote down a list of people, and let's let's go one by one and like eliminate the people. We're like, no. Ready? Okay. Yeah. And then we'll then we'll go look at the whole list. All right. So starting off, Keith Lee. I think I think he's a good addition. I mean, okay. every, every every ladder match needs a big a, a powerhouse. Great point. Cedric Alexander. Also a great fit. Cesaro. Yes, because we got me that established guy in there. Akira Tozawa. Um, he's a maybe for me. Okay, so I'm just gonna throw him over here. Sami Zayn. Um, yeah, I could see him being in the ladder match. Drew Gulak. Also a maybe. That doesn't seem like his style. That's fair. AJ Styles. Speaking of style, I mean, if if like if, like if we want some oomph in this match, AJ Styles is a pretty good one. Our truth. Eh, I don't know. 
Seems like a no. Yeah, I'm kind of like iffy on him. Ali. I like him. Apollo Cruz. Pass. I don't know. <laughs> That's a hard pass on Apollo Cruz, apparently. Elias. No, it's not like I, it was passed because I wasn't sure. I'm still. I'm like very much fifty-fifty on Apollo Cruz. Okay, so a maybe. Yeah. 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 Elias. No. Oh, no. Not at this current time. So, the people that you have maybes are Apollo Crews, Akira Tozawa, and Drew Gulak. Mm-hmm. That's three people. Your definites are Keith Lee, Cedric Alexander, Cesaro, Sami Zayn, AJ Styles, and Ali. We're going to have to cut one of people. them. I was like, we're going to have to cut one of them. And it I sounds think like... For me, if we're cutting anybody in that six, it's Sami Zayn. Okay. Well, before we do that, it sounds like we're officially cutting off this maybe list. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think anybody in in our in in this this list of definite should be switched with anybody in the maybes? Well, AJ Styles sort of sticks out like a sore thumb for me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? However, uh, we can't forget that he's on the show. AJ Styles is on the show. We have currently no match with him heading into this show it's aj styles title match he's new he fits the bill and even if he doesn't win he could still have a good outing in this match and you know someone else could you know he could he could raise other people by showing off you know like like for example that cedric alexander at aj styles moment cedric alexander does a michinoku driver on aj styles and because aj styles is who he is he just flourishes and that the Michinoku driver looks amazing. Same thing with that blue thunder bomb from Sami Zayn to Styles. Like he can showcase and maybe showcase and he can show off some of the other talent just by being in the match. Like he's like that veteran guy. Yeah, that's why I like AJ there. Yeah. That's um, also partly why I like Cesaro there. But it's a it's a different kind. Like Cesaro's the hard hitting veteran. Well, Styles is more of like, you know, the all-around veteran to a certain extent. Yeah. But also the bigger name, so perfect. Um, the only other person I would be like maybe no on is Ali in a weird way. Really? Yeah, I, I kind of want to throw in Drew Gulak instead of Ali. Okay. Kind of, but also not really. Okay, I could... I guess I could see that. But also Sami Zayn. I can see taking out Sami Zayn. I would say, I'm thinking if we're going to replace anybody in this match, it might be Zayn. Yeah. Sami Zayn has a Cedric Alexander energy to yeah. him. So maybe you want to mix it up with someone different. And someone yeah. different would be Drew Gulak. Yeah, I could I could see replacing Sami Zayn for Gulak. So we want to do that? Sure. Okay, Sami Zayn for Drew Gulak. Sami Zayn's out. Akira Tozawa's out. Apollo Cruz is out. Despite all of this, Mikey, we're still at six people. Keith Lee, Cedric Alexander, Cesaro, Drew Gulak, AJ Styles, and Ali. We got to cut one person. Who is it? This is hard. This is hard. This is hard. But this is hard. <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> or no, this is difficult. There we go. Nailed it. I'm a songstress. Who would we cut? Who would we cut? Uh, I don't know. What are you thinking here? What are your thoughts? 
It's tough. Honestly, it's tough. Uh, Keith Lee, Cedric Alexander, Cesaro, Drew Gulak, AJ Styles, and Ali. If I had to cut one person, gun to my head, it would probably be either Cesaro or Ali. Okay. You know, they're they're both not the new faces in this match. Mm-hmm. You know, Cesaro is an all-around great veteran guy, but we also have AJ Styles being there, so he's like a better veteran guy. Ali, another cruiserweight, very similar to Cedric Alexander. Like, like those two guys are similar to some other wrestlers in this match while they are also not new faces. However, if we get rid of one of them, then the other person would be, like, the only not new that's, face. That's what I'm worried about is that the other person would have to do, like, all the, the heavy lifting on trying to put some people over, you know? Mm-hmm. Um... So maybe we keep both of them and we get rid of like Cedric Alexander or a Drew Gulak. I mean, I like I mean I think if we're gonna get rid of anybody I don't know, I think Ali makes sense because either I feel like it's between Ali and Cedric, right? Because they're kinda doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And they have the same like vibe to them. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But like I like everybody else in this match because everybody brings a different thing to the table. Like Keith Lee brings the powerhouse. Like Cesaro brings that better, brings that extra veteran. AJ Styles brings that like of like Cesaro and AJ both bring that veteran status, which is good because there's a lot of people in this match. We don't want just one person eating all the moves. Mm-hmm. And Drew Gulak brings that like technical style to it, and he's mm-hmm. new. So I, I don't know. I think it's cut... between Ali and Cedric. I say we cut Cedric Alexander because. Um, Ali has history with the Intercontinental title picture. Has history with Andrade, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Cedric Alexander would be completely new character. So, you know, having Ali there makes it a little bit more different. You know, it adds a little bit more of history to the match. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Along with the fact that there is a six-man tag last week featuring Ali where he was on the winning side and then the OC attacked the winners, the faces after the match. So AJ Styles and Ali have a new sort of something, something happening. Yeah. So there's history and a little bit of something brewing there. Well, Cedric Alexander is completely new and we got nothing for him. Also, mm-hmm. do we say this uh, outside of the show? Obviously WWE drafted a lot of like two five live guys. So we just did that. I don't think we ever said that on our program. Oh yeah. No, we didn't. We didn't announce to everybody. So we we got additionally on top of those extra, you know, other 205 Live guys like Drew Gulak and I guess now this trade Lucha House Party. We also got um, Cedric Alexander, Akira Tozawa, and was that it? Was that it? Hold on. Was that it? Hold on. Hold on. I swear we had another person in there. I guess not. We didn't have another person. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Um, so, are our picks Cedric Alexander? Yeah. Okay. So, that means in a ladder match to determine a Intercontinental Champion who might be taking it off of Andrade, we have Andrade 
versus Keith Lee versus Cesaro versus Drew Gulak versus AJ Styles versus Ali. What a match. Honestly, that's a stacked match. What a I've banger. Seen one. Uh, I, it's exciting. Plus, you know, we're talking about like new faces. This is also like new faces that have already been introduced to the SmackDown audience. Right? Yeah. Keith mm-hmm. Lee is going to have a match tonight. Drew Gulak had a match last week. Cesaro had a, has already been here. Styles was here last year. Everyone knows who Styles is. Yeah, but he was also introduced last week. Mm-hmm. Ali also had a thing last week. All these people have been on the show in the past two weeks. Unlike Alexander. So, you know, maybe that's something. Yeah. Okay. So, Lest is booked. Mikey, let's keep moving along. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Oh, no. What happened? Ah, okay. <laughs> Got there. Fuck. No, I hit the wrong button. I hate I hate when I try to scroll down and I hit the, the bottom things by mistake. All right, next up, we have The Pure versus Birch and Lorkin and their mystery partner. Who, drumroll Ryan, is Cedric Alexander. Ba-ba-ba-ba. We just talked about a guy not being introduced on the show yet. One of the reasons why we cut him, and we in- instantly introduce him. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about a tease, folks. So Birch and Lorkin pick Cedric Alexander to go against The Pure. And so in the, it, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, if I remember correctly, this there's a stipulation to this. If Lorkin and Birch win, then they get a title shot at TLC for the, for the SmackDown titles. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So there's there's definitely some 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 stuff happening here. But who's the pick? Who's your pick to win? I think my pick to win is Birch, Lorkin, and Alexander. Okay. Ooh. Okay then. So does that mean that we get Birch, Lorkin versus the Pure? At TLC? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. For the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. SmackDown on Fox Tag Team Championships. <laughs> okay, I like it. Birch and Lorkin get the victory and heading into a match against the Pure at Here, TLC. It, stop me if this is too bold. Cedric Alexander pins Daniel Bryan. Um, I think it's too bold. Okay, I, I think I like what your head's at, but I think it should probably be Birch and Lorkin pinning someone on the other team, simply because this is a stipulation where like Birch and Lorkin win, they get a title match. Okay, like like if Se- that that would be like Cedric Alexander helped them win. To get a title, to get their title match, but Alexander is no no reason to be involved in. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah, that's fair. But who would it be? Who would be your pick? Lorkin pins who, or Birch and Lorkin pin who? Um, Birch and uh, who got the pin last week? Lorkin pinned Dash Wilder last week. All right, so you want to do Birch pinning Dawson? Sure. Birchman's Dawson, you're good with that. Yeah, so it's like so, both each each of um each of the each of Birch and Lorkin have pinned each of the revival. Mm-hmm. 
I want to not forget about that. What was your reasoning behind uh, Cedric Alexander possibly pinning Daniel Bryan? Get him over. (laughs) That's fair. Get him in here. Make him immediately a threat. Like, you know, like make him like immediately show that he's got he's got the skills to be here and he's worth the time. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, I, I think with the sti- I, I would say yes if the stipulation wasn't there. That's fair. But yeah, want to keep moving on? Yes, let's do it. Keep moving on to a backstage interview with Sasha Banks, the boss. The boss is here. It's boss time. Sasha anyway. Banks says that she is happy to be on SmackDown. Raw was getting too stuck up, and she can't wait to make this show the Blueprints brand. Damn. But she she needs to first get rid of some trash. Natalia doesn't deserve to be in the title picture. Sure, she's a heart, but she is coasting off of her family's back while Banks has been striving week after week to make her own name have value. At TLC, Banks will show the world why she is better than the hearts, and you can bank on that. Nice. 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 So, yeah, so that makes TLC. They're going to have a match at TLC, and it's going to be a chairs match. Ooh. I like that. A chairs match, indeed. Mikey, let's keep moving. Next up, we have Keith Lee versus the Demon. Oh, boy. Keith Lee versus the Demon. A showcase match for a certain extent for Keith Lee. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't think... The I I think the demon's winning here, right? Yeah, I think so. Like he's got he's got to. You know, he's building into a thing. He's, he's sort of feuding with Dream more. So mm-hmm. I feel like the demon's gonna win, right? Yeah, but I think Keith Lee is gonna give the demon a run for his money, and I think Keith Lee is gonna be like the first person to like kick out of a pin. Yeah, it won't be a squ- It won't be an immediate squash. No, it's Keith Lee's going to have some to show off his like I don't want to say monster, but like dur- durability aspect. Keith Lee like he's going to he's going to probably eat like a coup de gras or a 1916 but kick out of it. Yeah. And a demon's going to have to dig a little bit deeper. It's still a demon, but he's going to have to dig a little bit deeper, but the demon's going to get the ultimate victory. Mhm. But it's not a squash by any ma- stretch of the imagination. Yeah. For sure. I, I think the big moment's going to be Keith Lee pouncing the demon. Yeah. Right? That, that could be very cool. Yeah. It's just going to be pouncing him across the ring. Definitely. Okay. So we're in agreement. The demon wins. What yep. happens next? So after the match, Velveteen Dream runs out and attacks the demon. Whoa. Yeah. He puts him. Uh, he, he, he throws him all around the arena, throws him into the barricade, into the stairs. Then in the end, he puts him with, he puts him through the announce table with a big elbow drop. Big old elbow. Does, he, does Velveteen Dream's elbow drop have a name? Surely it does. Purple Rainmaker. Is that what it's called? Purple Rainmaker? Oh, damn, I couldn't remember if that was the case. I, forgot I think so. He, I forgot he just stole Okada's move and put purple on it. But he didn't even steal yeah, purple, it's called the Purple Rainmaker. Okay, perfect. The Purple Rainmaker through the announce table, through the demon. 
And we can officially say now, Mikey, TLC, it's going to be the Demon versus Velveteen Dream in a tables match. Yeah. All this official announcements probably will happen on social media and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. But let's move on to the main event, Mikey. The main event being Drew McIntyre versus Kevin Owens and Kofi Kingston, WWE champ Kofi Kingston. If McIntyre wins, he is added to the WWE Championship match at TLC. Yeah. Thoughts on this match, buddy? What do you what are you thinking going into this? This is a tough one. Um This is tough. I think I think I know what I want to happen though. Which is what? I think Drew McIntyre wins here. Okay. Okay, Drew McIntyre wins. I I'm in agreement. I think McIntyre's got to win and gets added into the title match. Yeah. Do you have a reason how or who he pins? Um, I think Kevin Owens and Kofi Kingston just can't work together. Mm-hmm. And they're a little, like, um, they're kind of clashing all match, and Drew McIntyre takes advantage of that, uh, that hesitation to be a team. That's fair. That's fair. Kevin Owens has a history of backstabbing his friends. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but he is a face here. But still, that's history is still there. And they still have a match, a championship match coming up. So it's like. In theory, though, in theory, though, they would want to work together to avoid to better their odds. They would, but they don't. (laughs) Can I hit you with a pitch? Yeah. It might be a wild pitch, Mikey. All right. Maybe, Maybe. Stop me if I'm too bold. Here's my wild pitch. Okay. I, I think it's important to remember that, like, well, not, uh, not important. Let me start over. You can cut all this out. Okay. I think it's important that we have to, like, protect Kofi and Owens to a certain extent. But Drew McIntyre gets the victory. Yes. So my pitch to you is that Drew McIntyre gets the victory, but not without some extra help. Interesting. And that extra help comes in the form of one ska master extraordinaire, Sami Zayn. Interesting. With Explain. Sami, with Sami Zayn's help, Drew McIntyre gets the victory over Kevin Owens. I think he pins Kevin Owens in that situation. Uh, okay. And then, and then afterwards, they all do like some like TLC brawling, throw out a table, throw out a ladder, throw some chairs, and just like attack each other with it and stuff. And the blah 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 TLC match, TL- W Championship at TLC. Okay. I think it's 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 a little bold, but I kind of like it. But also, I just don't think Drew McIntyre needs the help. You know. Yeah, if we've learned anything of Pete Dunn is that he doesn't really the character doesn't really need the help. Yeah. Um. I like it, and I don't want to. I don't want to make it too convoluted. I guess if we add Sami Zayn, we would be able to focus on like later down the line. We could focus Drew McIntyre on Kofi and Kevin Owens on Zayn. Mm-hmm. If we That's needed true. to. Um, That's true. So, what about what about? I, I mean, what if Sami Zayn helps him, but Drew McIntyre wasn't asking for the help or anything? Like, it wasn't like a plan he had. Yeah, okay, I could get behind that. Drew McIntyre, maybe, like... What if Zayn helps him? Like, he, like, 
like Owens is going for something and then Zane interrupts, you know? Owens is going for a frog splash. Zane pushes him off. Yeah, while the ref's back is turned or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. And maybe Drew McIntyre gets the pin and then he kind of like looks at Zane like, what the hell? Does, you he know, claim, he, does he claim more Zane? I don't know. I feel like Zane. I feel like Zane would just push Owens off and then leave. You know, like he wouldn't be in Claymore range by the time Drew McIntyre did anything. That's fair. Maybe Drew McIntyre doesn't really exactly realize Sami Zayn's help. Yeah, maybe he doesn't like he. Yeah, maybe I like that. He does it. Sami Zayn walks away. Drew McIntyre uses the the advantage to Claymore Owens and pins him. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, before we officially move on with Sami Zayn, are we happy with Sami Zayn being part of it, or do we want it to be Nakamura? I don't know. I like I like Sami. We have Shinsuke Nakamura on our roster, right? Did I just forget to write that down? I'm looking no, at our we roster. Don't. We uh, remember we he was our he we sent them back to NXT. Remember? Oh, you're right. We did send them back to NXT. Damn it! <laughs> Forgot that we did that. Forgot that we sent it back to NXT. Oh yeah, because that also happened during the break. Yeah, right. We we also during the break. That's what that's what it was. Is that we took Akira Tozawa and Cedric Alexander, but then we sent Shinsuke Nakamura back to NXT. That's what it was. That's why I'm so confused. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I think Sami Zayn makes the most sense. It's not going to be Roman Reigns. Um. You know, maybe Cesaro, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm okay if not yeah. Cesaro. I'm personally okay if not Cesaro being involved because he's also got the ladder match. But also, I'd rather have him in the ladder match than this. And Sami Zayn, let's do something with Sami Zayn. Yeah, Samantha Zayn. <laughs> it's perfect. Then we got a little bit of a feud with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, possibly. But we got McIntyre and Kingston. Uh, we got a lot bunch of stuff, and we're heading into Triple Threat Mania TLC match, mm-hmm. WWE Championship. Kevin Owens versus Kofi Kingston versus Drew McIntyre. What a match! What a match in a TLC match, Mikey. So to run down the list uh, of TLC real quickly, we got in no particular order, match order. We got the Iconics versus the Country Club for the Women's Tag Team Championship. We have the Demon versus Velveteen Dream in a tables match. We have Natalia versus Sasha Banks in a chairs match. We have Andrade versus Keith Lee versus Cesaro versus Drew Gulak versus AJ Styles versus Ali in a ladder intercontinental title match. Uh, we got the Pure versus Birch and Lorkin in a SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. We got Shayna Baszler versus Carmella for a women's championship title match. And finally, Kofi Kingston versus Kevin Owens versus Drew McIntyre for the TLC match and a WWE championship match. Yep. What a goddamn card and a half. Yeah, for sure. Uh, We built that card in two weeks. We're good at this. Maybe. (laughs) How do you you feel about that card, Mikey? How do you you feeling and liking it? You're liking what you're seeing? It's, It's a pretty wild card. Uh, we got the big ladder match. We got Sasha Banks and we got Sasha Banks and, and it's like we like we have a lot of crazy good matches. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's interesting what you can do by just throwing in a bunch of people. 
Yeah. Definitely. While at the same time, we do have a little bit of story built up, so we were able to we were able to do stuff. Mm-hmm. So take that, Raw. <laughs> take that, SmackDown. And take don't that. forget, Mikey, uh, immediately following TLC, uh, right around the corner, is Survivor Series. Yeah. So we got That's some crazy. Stuff coming up around the corner that i'm excited about but yes uh so yeah thank you everyone for listening to this week's episode of hit the books the only realistic fancy booking but it does not end all here mikey <gasps> we cannot what? end the show being this happy with ourselves that's true we need to hit the randomizer we must hit the randomizer um i believe you hit the randomizer last week yeah Feel like i feel like he did i heard uh, somebody so this week it's my turn to hit it mikey please explain what's the random what, what, what am i hitting what am i doing over here so what ryan is doing is hitting our randomizer it is our way to keep our booking realistic we have a bunch of stuff that could happen whether it be an injury uh we have a 2k outcome we have to simulate a match on the wwe 2k 19 because uh, we're not doing 2K20. Match, <laughs> match, yeah. The game is garbage now. Gimmick matches, match interferences, now trades. Lots of things could happen. It's the only way to make this show realistic is by yeah. uh, doing injuries. <laughs> by hurting our roster. Yep. <laughs> and speaking of... <laughs> I thought this sounded good, right? You know, Mikey, I I would love to be bad, but why don't we be insanely bad? No. Insanely bad injury, in fact. Why do we get so many injuries, Ryan? Why is our own roster getting hurt all the time? Because they're stressed out about AEW being too good. Oh, God. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Okay. I forgot how bad an insanely bad injury is. I mean, I should figure it would be worse because it is insanely bad. Yeah. Let me just read it out for you one more time again, Mikey. Insanely bad injury. Roll a D whatever to see what wrestler gets hurt. Then a D20 plus five to see how many weeks they're out. Our whole roster is going down. Oh, yeah. Last week, Bianca Blair got injured. That's what happened last week. Our whole roster is going down. Okay. So, I'm gonna. if you want to grab a D20 real quick, I'm going to count up who we got wrestling. I have my D20 ready. Um, does Sasha Banks count? Mm, I don't think so. I, I was going to say Sasha Banks, no. Velveteen Dream, yes. Yeah, sure. Um, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. I got eighteen people here, Mikey. Do you got a D twenty on you? I do. Okay, let's let's roll these suckers and here we go. cry about it later. Okay, I have my roll. Okay, uh, I'll say my roll first. It was a four, okay. which 
will be the Iconics. It'll be it'll be one of the members of the Iconics. Uh oh. I'm gonna say because K Pin Moon. I'm gonna say it's Peyton Royce. Uh oh. Peyton Royce gets injured. What what's up? You had a thing for that. What what was it? What? You had a storyline for that. I had a storyline for what? Peyton Royce getting injured? No, for the number one contenders match. That's what I'm saying. There was a storyline with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it ruins everything. <laughs> no, no, Mikey, don't get me wrong. I I, I understand uh, this ruins all of my dreams and hopes. <laughs> well, but hopefully I, not too bad? What I have you some, roll? I have some better news for you. I rolled a two. A two plus five. Peyton Royce is injured for seven weeks. It's not as bad as it could be. Exactly. Seven weeks... Not that bad. She's probably going to be missing Survivor Series. Um, most likely. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do <laughs> for this title match now. I guess maybe just have the Empresses of the Night replace them. Or Billy Kay has a replacement. But that seems weird to do, really, with you know the Iconics and everything. Yeah. Um, but if that's the case... Uh, then we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Peyton Royce is out until December 6th. Dang. Peyton Royce returns. So that sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a bummer. That's a bummer, but she's not out for too long. She's definitely missing Survivor Series, mm-hmm. uh, but she will, of course, be back in time for the Royal Rumble with plenty of time left. Yeah, that's good at least. Yeah, so that's that's good. Um, so yeah, I, that's I. There's some hope in the world, I guess. Just a little bit. There's a glimmer. Um, but yeah, Peyton Royce is injured, but the Iconics won, and now I have to figure something out that's fine i'll figure something out by tlc Whew, okay well then uh yeah uh that's upsetting but uh if if you like this show if you like what we heard if you like realistic fantasy booking you know if, you, if it's basically like listening to smackdown live but like better yeah uh, and not exactly. and not like but we're like it's better but we're like gonna be bad about it if that makes sense uh, but if you like this show, then we would love for you to hit subscribe to the podcast feed of your choice so you can listen to this week, er- the show, every single week. Of course, if you like it immensely, we would love for you to make a review about the show. You leave a five-star or more review. We will shout you out. So please do that. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, Mikey, you can also follow us at Hit the Books Pod, right? Yeah, follow us on, at Hit the Books Pod on Twitter. You can follow us. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel where we ha- we do a bunch of other stuff. You can see our two K outcomes if we ever roll anything other than injuries for once. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ryan's got uh, his show System Check, where he it's an AEW stats show. Yes, System um, Check every Tuesday on the same feed. If you want to hear more of that, not just realistic fantasy booking, but of course an AEW analytics show. We got system check. Mikey was on last week's episode. Yes. Um, which was exciting, and I loved it, and I w- can't wait to have even more guests eventually. Uh, but, of course, system check every Tuesday, AEW Analytics. 
And down the pipeline, we got, of coming, course, Mikey's Indy 500. Yeah, coming in 2020, we got Mikey's Indy 500, where in the year of 2020, I'm going to watch 500 indie matches. Uh, I'm gonna and I'm gonna do a review of the nine of nine or ten per week. Um, I mean, you guys should start sending me some for sure. Yes, yes. Uh, send, send send me send me indie match ideas. Can't be AEW. Can't be New Japan. Can't be WWE. Mm-hmm. However, it can involve talent from those places. Of course. Um, send that. T- Send that to our Twitter at HitTheBooksPod. Tag us or use the hashtag HTB500. Hashtag HTB500 to get those submissions in. Um, with all that being said, we have TLC this Sunday. That's TLC pay-per-view special. So uh, you definitely want to subscribe now so you can hear what happens there. Uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen there. I'm sort of excited to see <laughs> what will happen. Um, I never know what's happening. We we never know. We uh, we always. I feel like Mikey and I, I. I can't speak for Mikey entirely, but I, I definitely feel like I just sort of book to the pay per view, and that's as far as I get. Yeah. And then just sort of figure out something after that. And after that, it's like, uh. Yeah, it, and and I I think it's I, I like it because it's just sort of like we get to the pay per view, we build up these matches because every week we're trying to build up these matches and stuff, obviously. But of course, we get, we get to a pay per view and we're sort of like. You know, maybe we're leaning towards specific people, but I not rarely have like who I want to be so that I can have my storyline ideas moving forward continue. Yeah, that that is rarely the case. So it's always a wild event to have the TLC pay per view shows, every pay per view special. Uh-huh. So uh, you definitely want to subscribe and stay tuned for that. It's always exciting. Plus, we'll hit the randomizer twice and cry double as much oh always um so until next time until this sunday 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 we've got two words for you book it